Despite all the vivid reds and yellows in the tapestry of Tracy Black's life, one section was shadowy gray and darkest black, the part that represented her broken friendship with Anna Ritter. Even though the split between her and Anna had happened five years ago, thoughts of her old friend still haunted Tracy, and that summer Saturday afternoon was no different. As Tracy worked in her garden, she wondered how Anna was doing, how her faith and family were. But mostly she wondered why Anna never called, how the two of them had let a friendship as golden as theirs fade away and die. A sigh worked its way up from Tracy's soul. Thoughts about Anna never went anywhere. Anna had obviously moved on. It was time Tracy did the same. She picked another handful of beans and brushed a bit of fuzz from them. Other than the situation with Anna, life couldn't have been better. She and her husband Paul had three children and a beautiful home on three acres outside Akron, Ohio. Tracy pulled another handful of green beans and dropped them in her bag. The kids were at a neighbor's pool, and Paul was working on the kitchen sink, so all around her the quiet was laced with only an occasional rustling of leaves or a buzzing bee. I love being out here, God. Everything I see is something you made. A sense of peace resonated within her, and she smiled. More handfuls of beans, and then a few of the bigger squashes. Tracy's bag was half full of vegetables, when suddenly a sharp pain sliced through her stomach, and she dropped to her knees. In all her life, Tracy had never felt anything so severe. She was only thirty-eight, a regular jogger who ate well and took care of herself, but the pain was so severe she could barely draw a breath. God, help me! She could hear Paul's steps in the distance, hear the instant fear in his voice as he called her name and saw her huddled on the ground. And in that moment she had a knowing, a sense that life as it had been was about to change forever. Paul helped Tracy to her feet and to the hospital, where doctors gave her a shot for the pain. Their initial tests showed that she had a blocked intestine, and within the hour she was in emergency surgery to correct the problem. When she woke up, her entire family was in the room. Her youngest son was ten-year-old Skylar. He approached her bed and took her hand. I thought you were going to die, Mom. Skylar rubbed a fist across his cheek. The boy was an athlete, one who never cried about anything, but now his fears were obvious. Sweetheart, the thickness in Tracy's throat almost stopped her from saying anything else. Everything's going to be fine. I'll be home in a few days, okay? Skylar nodded, his eyes still wide and damp. Don't die, Mom. I need you. Paul stepped up and put his arm around both Skylar and Tracy. Across the bed, the other two children stood quiet and somber. Mom's right. She'll be home in a few days, guys. Everything's okay. Promise? Skylar looked doubtful. Tracy smiled despite the tears in her eyes. Promise. But the next morning, the news was worse than anything they'd ever dreamed. The blockage had been caused by a tumor in her abdomen a growth the size of a grapefruit that had cut off the intestine and caused the emergency. We're worried. Tracy's doctor pursed his lips and clutched his clipboard to his chest. The preliminary tests don't look good. Tracy stared at the man from her bed and tightened her grip on Paul's hand. What was he saying? Preliminary tests for what? Paul was able to voice his questions first. Are you thinking this... 
This tumor could be cancerous? Tracy's doctor nodded. It looks that way. We should know more by tomorrow. He clenched his jaw. I wanted you to be prepared. If we find cancer, Tracy will need extensive surgery and chemotherapy. The entire time the doctor was speaking, only one thought screamed at Tracy. Her promise to Skylar. This couldn't be happening. She couldn't be facing cancer and major surgery and death when she'd only the day before promised her youngest child that everything was okay, that she wouldn't die. After the doctor left, Tracy and Paul held hands and prayed, asking God for a way out of the situation, begging him for a miracle. When they finished praying, they agreed not to tell the...